0: I'm Dr. Yolanda Sintran. Welcome to Go Natural Dentistry, a Dr. Yoli podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is health and vitality. Here, we will be exploring the mouth from the inside out. Make optimum health part of your lifestyle, starting with your mouth. No, we're, we are on. <laughs> Tell okay. me how about you. What's your name?
1: Where you come from? Why are you doing what you're doing? Well, my name is Dr. Nicole Rothman. And well, originally I'm from New York. That will definitely come out and you'll hear it as I'm speaking. But I've been down here in Florida since 1997. So I've been here a really long time. And i um, I came here when I graduated with my doctorate in chiropractic and I jumped right into practice. Within a year, I had my license and I jumped in. And I always loved chiropractic, it changed my life. It really taught me how to take care of myself properly. And it was really the spark for me Mm. into the transformation from growing up sick and being on all kinds of medications, being unhealthy, not having any sense of spirituality. I had no idea of anything (laughs) except, okay, you get a symptom, you take this medication and you live your life, whatever. So um, chiropractic really helped me transform my own health, but it didn't only require chiropractic adjustments. That was kind of the spark. And I went on a journey myself to heal my body and it required basically what I do with my practice members And they now call it functional medicine, but it was just living a healthy lifestyle is what I always called it. And in the first probably 18 years, I practiced chiropractic and I would beg people, please change your diet. You need to exercise. Let's detox you Uh, positive mental attitude. You know, we used to really beg people and they didn't want it. They just wanted me to fix them. And it was super frustrating. And I had a nice practice and it didn't require more than maybe 18 hours a week to do it. It was nice, but I wasn't fulfilled. And, um, in 2017, And you probably don't know this story about me. I broke my shoulder. I dislocated it, broke into pieces inside and I had no stability and I needed reconstructive surgery to have like it in the socket. It wasn't going back. Mm -hmm. And so, and that was a huge, obviously impact, scary a lot of uncertainty because I was a chiropractor and I couldn't use my arm at all. Wow! Um, And instead of me giving up and giving in, I made the opportunity to turn my practice into what I really wanted it to be. And I had a beautiful gift that we don't always get in our busy lives called time. And in that time, I converted my practice into what it is now with these wellness lifestyle programs And chiropractic is barely even a part of my practice at this point because people are getting well and without it. And I think it's an integrated, nice part of something that I would never live without, but Mm -hmm. they can get that anywhere. They don't get just anywhere what we do here. And so I'm just focusing on my purpose and what I realize I'm meant to be doing here now. And I'm so much more fulfilled. It's wonderful. And so that's kind of my story in a very, very tiny nutshell.
0: Wow. (laughs) That's really great. So God lead you into that path because you started, you know, obviously you're a healer because you chose to be a chiropractor. So usually when you choose, you know, something that has to do with healing, your heart really is in making people well overall. But, you know, you have a lot of tools. So you have the knowledge of the body as a chiropractor. And then how do you integrate that knowledge of all the bones and structures and nerves and meridians into what you're doing.
1: Well, that was the most amazing part is because in school, we Mm -hmm. learned nutrition, you know, we understood biochemistry, we learned about nutrients, vitamins, I learned all of that. And um, I didn't learn the level that I'm doing now. I definitely learned that over my, in my experience years, like reading labs and helping to understand to that degree and that level of of hormones and things that I work with, detoxification. I mean, I've learned to a much greater level since then, but because it is a holistic approach that doesn't require medications or surgeries Mm -hmm. and looks to the body's own innate wisdom to heal, it's perfectly in alignment with everything else that I'm doing. And it just literally, it was the perfect, I had the perfect background actually to, to practice the way that I am now.
0: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I have one of your practice members right now. I was doing an extraction. (laughs) And uh, you refer her because uh, she had root canals and heavy metals and toxicity, which we removed some of uh, the metal today. So tell me how you got involved, uh, the knowledge of the dentistry part. Like a lot of doctors you know, they know a little bit about the mouth, but you know a lot about the mouth. How do you know about that stuff?
1: Well, in my training, I learned that toxicity is one of the biggest problems we have as a society. And so under Dr. Pampa is one of the people I learned from and in functional medicine training. And I mean, there's, Quite a few amazing people that I've learned from at this point, I can go down a list, but they talk a lot about what the real causes of disease are and that in order to help people, because in chiropractic, we talk about these interferences in the nervous system
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's caused by physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And so when I'm going in there, just moving things around, I'm dealing with the physical part, but what about the chemical part? heart because I can move things all day long. If you don't pull the stuff out of the body, that's going to make it go back into the state of dis-ease, yeah. you're not going to ever get well. And so that's when, you know, I started learning more and more about dental amalgams. And I learned about the root canals a long time ago. I had a root canal for a long time and I, I knew about it and I you know, I justified for a long time. I'm just like so many other people, but I finally got myself, it was more just fear. Mm -hmm. It was the fear of going through the process of removing it, which you, by the way, made it so incredibly easy compared to how I thought it would be. Uh And I mean, not even close. And I think I was just, I was getting in my own way. And, And one of my, one of my principal, um, like levels of integrity, I guess you could call it that I want to live by is that I would never ask you to do something I wouldn't do myself. Right. So I couldn't really be in this. You needed <laughs> I couldn't be fully empowered to help my practice members right. unless I was willing to go the full way myself. And so not only did I have root canals removed, I had my breast implants removed. I, you know, I went all the way and I realized I needed to be for myself. I felt out of alignment in some ways. And I just wanted to, I wanted to be in alignment. And so, and since, since I did it now, you know, I've been bombarding your office with people because so many people wow. have a toxic mouth, have hidden infections in their mouth from cavitations, mm-hmm. from root canals, these amalgams and multiple metals. And I mean, it's, it's scary, honestly. It's scary what is done to people and, you know, it's a difficult topic. Yes. People really don't want to hear that they need to go undo the thousands of dollars of work that they've already right. done and the stress that they have to go through. But, you know, part of what I do here is I really educate people. And when they have this understanding that wellness is not really a destination, it's a journey and part of that journey. Mm-hmm. And if you really want longevity and vitality, you need to do these things for you, for, to protect yourself. And yeah. so that's where it all kind of pulled in for Yeah.
0: For so that thank you for sharing because you're sharing the journey and the fears that the patients have. The people have the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. But the knowledge of knowing, because we see it on a daily basis here. We hear the patients like the next day when we see them. Oh, I wasn't able to breathe out of my left nostril. Mm-hmm. And you took the root canal out and now I can actually breathe after 20 years or, you know, my ear was ringing or I had a migraine headache. So we see like the immediate response of the patients and they're so grateful that they're doing it. So, you know, you're doing a great job educating people and actually inspiring them with your story because you come from a a place of courage and knowing that it works. a question for you. So, that root canal was on the meridian of your breast. Yes. So, many patients come with root canals in the meridians of the organs that have cancer. So, I have patients that have prostate cancer and they have a root canal on the meridian of the prostate or kidney. You know, they go into uh, kidney failure. We had a young girl right now that she's 28 and she has colon cancer at 28. The oncologists don't know. They're like, oh, it's a fluke. No, cancer is not a fluke. She has a root canal that we're going to be removing next week on the meridian of the colon. So, you know, what you're saying and sharing with your patients might save their lives. So we thank you for that, you know, for sharing that. So now I have a question for you. So you send me a patient because the patients are listening, right? You send a a practice member and they uh, remove the root canals or they remove the mercury. I want to hear about your protocols of detoxification because, you know, there's a lot of questions out there. The patients are like overwhelmed, so they need your help. So how do you tell them what to do first and all that?
1: Well. Detox is one of what I call the seven pillars of health. So there are other things that we have to do besides detox because yes. your diet you matters, how before? you live matters. Yeah, there's other mm-hmm. factors, definitely. Um, because this is about what you're doing, we can hone it into that process right yes, now. Yes. But well, we want to hear your seven pillars. Yeah. So, so detoxification. Detoxification is the foundation. From my experience, uh, unless that properly happens it's very difficult to get all the way there. And some people will get there and then they'll cycle back because they didn't detox all the way. So that's to me is the most important of all the pillars. Mm -hmm. Absolutely and um, nutrition, proper nutrition. So I work with people. We do testing to see if certain foods create inflammation. And depending on what they, you know, there's a lot of variables. So some people, a lot of people have problems with insulin resistance in this country. It's like 88% of Americans have insulin resistance. So we have Mm -hmm. to really fine tune, not just what we're eating, but when we're eating, how often we're eating. I'm a huge proponent of, integrating fasting a fasting practice into your life it doesn't mean it has to be every day all the time but i feel that it's a really important part of longevity and healing and it's in all the research to back that so that to me is part of the detox process and nutrition mm-hmm. fitness moving your body and not everyone can do that when they're not well and that's okay it's honestly is like the last pillar of importance in my opinion but as soon as somebody's well enough we want to get them moving And what I really have found, not just for myself, but with my practice members, is just getting some muscle on the body is critical Mm -hmm. to that vitality they want in their later years because we need it to function and to live, right? You ask them to work out? So we get people on exercise programs when they start sleeping better, getting better energy, feeling better, then they can add that on. We work with stress management. It's a Mm -hmm. big part because... We all come to the come to the table with a set of patterns and beliefs, limiting beliefs, self-sabotaging ways, lots of stresses in our lives, emotional, physical, and chemical. So we work on all of those pieces. Mindset plays a very important role in someone's success and just in anything in life, but it really matters in health. And that's why I have coaches on my team to help them with this the whole way through, like literally hold their hand and hold them accountable because because they really need it and everyone's different. So they need different things from us. Everybody is totally unique. And then, so mentoring to me is a very important pillar as well. Like being able to customize something for somebody and hormone balancing. I don't use hormone replacement. I want the body to naturally get back into a state of equilibrium and be healthy. Cortisol is a really important hormone. We talk about stress and all the stressors that people are dealing with. So uh, that's a primary one that we do testing and things like that. And then just as an example, and digestive health, gut health, uh, you can never get the gut right if you don't get rid of the toxins though. So yeah, we find that a lot of
0: patients when they have mercury, They have a lot of yeast infection, a lot of candida, and they have the candida in the stomach. Mm -hmm. So the entire biofilm is messed up. And once you remove the metals and the mercury, then you see when they get on the protocols of removing all that, they stop regurgitating the yeast out of their mouth. Like We can literally see it when we're doing suction.
1: Yeah, you can't get rid of candida if you don't get rid of the heavy metals. It won't happen. Sugar and heavy metals, that's it. That's the key to candida. Yeah. So when people have that battle and it keeps coming back, yeah, mm-hmm. the heavy metals, it's like their food source. They're like their shields, basically. So, yeah, very, very important. Yeah.
0: The body is very smart. You know, uh, I believe that the body creates this defense with the yeast so the patients don't go into kidney failure because the mercury, if it goes to the kidneys, the patient will have kidney failure. So it's almost like the body's telling you, I'm
1: working, I'm producing this to protect you, but it's not a good thing to have, you know. And the body is always adapting. We might not like the adaptation, but it's always looking for our survival.
0: Yes. Yes, that's awesome. So tell me about your experience with, you know, we have a lot of patients that have Alzheimer's, neurological conditions, and a lot of the dental work has aluminum. You know, the old crowns used to be made out of metal and then aluminum covering them. And a lot of crowns have aluminum, lead, and different metals. So do you have a particular detoxification program for, say, aluminum versus mercury?
1: The detox that we use, first of all, it starts with a minimum of three months. And it takes time because number one is we have to remove the source right? We want to get rid of as much as we can in our environment and our lifestyle and our teeth and whatever exposures we're having. We have to regenerate the cell membrane because otherwise you can't be healthy and we have to reduce cellular inflammation on that membrane as well. Mm -hmm. And we also need to restore cellular energy because these toxins really damage the mitochondria inside the cell. So people have poor energy, poor sleep, and then, in order to really move the toxins out properly, we have to establish something, reestablish something called methylation. So, those are the keys behind the detox. And as we work through each level, we start with the kidneys and the liver and the gut, for instance, like the main detox organs. And the skin, actually, which we don't use supplements for the skin, but we have people do dry brushing and taking Epsom salt baths and different things on top of the detox. That's not going to detox you right. to the level that it needs to, but it will help move stuff out by doing those things a little bit quicker. So that's the first level. We call that the prep phase. This Then we go into the body phase. And so everybody detoxes the heavy metals. With this detox, we know... If I did tests on people, you know, with aggravating, you know, provoking tests, most people are going to have heavy metals, at least one, at least one, if not many, that need to be pulled. So we use very special binders. We use a, a product called Cytodetox that helps pull from the cells. And we use binders at night so that whatever's filtering through those kid, the kidneys and the liver at night, is kind of like a catcher's mitt in there and mm-hmm. the stuff comes out in the morning in the toilet. Hopefully that's the goal. Yeah. So when we get into what we call the brain phase, it goes even further because uh, the detox has EDTA, which is really good for detoxing lead. Mm-hmm. So those are the three... What we call like the three main, like the three amigos, kind of like the three bad guys aluminum, lead, and mercury yeah. that we see the biggest problems and neurotoxicities with and functional toxicities with. So that's really what it's aimed around. But of course, if there's cadmium and other things, it's still going to pull from the cells uh, if it's there. So it's more of a general detox where we know that people have problems with molds. We know people have hidden infections in their gut, especially, and in their mouth, of course, but the mouth is where you come in. I can't do too much about that. The gut, I can work on the heavy metals. Those are and like- And you
0: have, like issues. with your experience when your patients, like what would be the expectation for a patient that to restore the gut, for example, like usually takes what, six months, a year, two years? You know, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: be a there's a lot of there's a lot of variables mm-hmm. I, I mean it's just detoxing alone can take someone a couple years so yeah, yeah. to fully detox yeah, yeah. you know like going through all the procedures and things they need to and to really make sure it's all cleared through it can take yeah. a long time three months is a really small amount of time when we think right. about the lifetime of bioaccumulated toxins that were because right. that's heavy metals isn't even the only problem right we're dealing with pesticides and GMOs and all kinds of like exposures that we have. So it does take time, but the amazing thing is that it only takes weeks to months to, you know, really quickly that people actually regain their health back. Right, And that's what I also always caution people. Like we still wanna make sure, cause usually you start losing health, losing health, losing health. And then all of a sudden here's where you start to feel bad not here. You don't feel bad back here. This is when it's starting. And now all of a sudden the adaptations are happening. Right. And so they get, they start reversing and they get back here and now the symptoms are gone and they're like, I'm great. I can go back to my old ways. And we really try to teach people a lifestyle so that the lifestyle supports the new way of living is going to support health. And the detox is something that, you know, they can, we teach them to continue. That's something right. I feel because you're going to reaccumulate if you don't. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like a lifetime commitment to be healthy. So when you go to a restaurant, the food might be all contaminated with bacteria, viruses, mycotoxins, metals, pesticides. Mm-hmm. So it's good to be part of the protocols on a daily routine the rest of our lives.
1: Yeah, for sure. We
0: live in a planet that's full of plastics and all that stuff. Well, wow, I'm inspired. So... Give me um, an example of a typical day for you like how do you do your life to reduce inflammation and
1: things like that so i get up at 4:44 in the morning that's the time wow, i Wow i love that so what time do <laughs>
0: you go to sleep
1: 9:30 okay so how many hours are you 30? I start brushing my teeth and getting ready for bed. I usually get in bed by nine 15. If I make it till nine 30, it's a miracle. <laughs> so that I'm like a seven hour, I'm yeah. like a seven hour night person. That's usually enough for me. And even if I could, I usually will not sleep more than that. I'm like, I yeah. wake up before my alarm even goes off sometimes. That's so awesome. most of the time I do, i just have a very good sleep schedule. Thank I you love it. My mommy taught me. (laughs) Oh my God. I have to
0: learn from your mommy.
1: So So you work out. What do you do at 445? I get up. I get up. I have my mold-free organic coffee with MCT oil and stevia. And I have water. I drink a lot of water first with lemon. And then I have a coffee. So I balance my alkalinity out a little bit. And then I do positive hour. So I listen to videos, I meditate, I just chill out, I set my intention for the day, yeah. and then I get dressed and I go to the gym at 6.
0: Wow, nobody's there at that time.
1: Well, it's funny because the gym I go to, there's a class at 5 and it ends at 6 and then everyone leaves and I have the whole place to myself and it's amazing. Oh, I love it. that's
0: awesome. It's
1: awesome. I do a really killer workout and I love it and then I come if I'm in the office that day, I come to the office. I have a shower here. So I shower and I start my day. I start preparing mm-hmm. for the day. Like my whole morning to me is like a preparation for a great day.
0: Right. And that's what
1: I always try to teach people is you want a good day? Well, you better set your intentions for it and create that day and map it out, see it and you'll have it. Yeah. And I know when I'm not perfect, I shows. It shows when I don't take the time, you know, to really set my plan for the day. I see it gets thrown off or I'm really good about that morning ritual. It's really a routine for me. And I don't feel right without it at this point, which is great. So I do take a day off on Sunday. I don't do any of that stuff. I just do whatever I want one day a week I hang out, you know, at home or I'm creative in the morning. So sometimes I'll work on a blog or something that I have thought of. And then I relax and I go walk the dog with my husband, with Troy. You know, we go together. And so I'm home more.
0: Does he go to sleep at the same time as you or he has a different schedule?
1: No, he'll come into the bedroom, but he stays up at least an hour and a half later than me, I would say. But he also doesn't get up at the time I get up.
0: Right, right. That's awesome. So we have a different schedule. Yeah, but not by much. One hour is not bad at all. That's amazing. Do you have any tests that you use to uh, discover like the root cause of health issues? You know, tell me a little bit about that, about your practice members, you know, blood work. uh, I don't know. You tell Mm -hmm. me.
1: Yeah, I use um, a very comprehensive blood panel that goes much deeper than most people get from their regular doctor. And I'm always looking for cause. So, like, if I see your cholesterol's high, that's not really how I look at you. I look at, well, why is it high? What's happening with your liver? Mm-hmm. Is there inflammation? You know, are, how's your blood sugar? You know, it's a big picture. So I step back and look at it that way. But I do specialized hormone testing. Um, that's a test that I love. It's called the Dutch test. So that's a urine test. I also, I use some saliva testing as well. Depends on the person and what's going on with them. Right. Uh, so some people need more comprehensive if they're having, you know, more symptoms of hormones and just higher level of things, or they've had a hysterectomy or, you know, there's a lot of variables. Right. I do stool testing on everyone. I do inflammation from foods on pretty much everyone. I just, find that if I can tell you to stop eating something when I know it's not right for you, but you're not gonna believe me until you see it on paper. So right. I don't really do that for me. I do that for the practice members because I want them to commit, you know, I want them to stick. All right. But and you know, already you know, certain foods that are inflammatory. So do you wanna share a little bit about that? Oh, sure, sure. I would say the one that people get really upset about when they see that it comes up on their testing, eggs, more people are sensitive to eggs on that test than gluten. Really? Yeah. And I mean, gluten's just a bad food overall for people. It's really, yeah, that particular sure. test doesn't test the, all of the parts of the immune system. It's just one specific part that I'm looking at, but mm-hmm. dairy and eggs come up the most. One of the tests on there is for Candida, which you know, Candida is not supposed to be in your bloodstream. So, I love that because it tells me right there, I don't need to do a lot of expensive tests to know if they have a leaky gut. If it's in there, you got a leaky gut, right? So those are common. So dairy, eggs, of Mm. course, then gluten, peanuts, soy. Yeah. Some people are sensitive to things like chicken and salmon. I mean, there's some healthy foods that you don't want to know that. Coffee comes up sometimes, bananas, pineapple. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, if I was to eliminate, the number one thing I would say is get off sugar.
0: Right. And if sugar I was to start
1: with anything, everywhere. I would start there. I would start, and you wouldn't believe how much sugar you're probably consuming, if you were to look. So yeah. that's not always number one. Okay,
0: the the sugar from fruit, or are you talking about, you know, cookies and breads and things like that?
1: Well, all Bread pretty much has sugar in it, so So anything with added sugar. So if there's an ingredient that says, you know, honey or maple or coconut sugar or refined sugars, anything added, of course, it's in Mm -hmm. a lot of foods. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also because insulin resistance is a problem, it's a really big problem. What would be the symptoms of insulin resistance? Urinating in the night. Mm -hmm. getting a little bit of belly weight in the middle, getting tired after lunch. Those are some good, can't go a few hours without food. Those are some good early signs, I think. But it doesn't mean they're diabetic. We don't have to wait until we're in a disease process to start addressing these issues. And I would say it's one of the most inflammatory foods that we take people off sugar the first week. Yeah, Sugar, artificial sweeteners as well, because we don't want them going to that. And people have like an incredible turnaround change in a week. They're like Mm -hmm. calling us, I can walk, I can get out of bed. You know, I mean, I don't have headaches. Unbelievable just from that alone. So I would say that's a really great place to start. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can work through the foods. You can definitely work through them, but it helps to have a strategy because it's hard to just rip all the foods out at once. We don't do that to people. (laughs) <laughs> i'm so inspired no sugar. but I, I can have my
0: fruit or no my Both fruit has depends.
1: sugar. i would say that depends yeah you know someone that has some. candida no someone right. that has diabetes no you know most people can have some i would say to keep it you know maybe one serving a day is probably enough for most people right People don't like to hear that. It's like, cause it's their sweet. I'd rather you have that than a candy. So if you really have to have something, then yeah, go have the fruit, of course, because yeah. you got the fiber breaking down and the nutrients are helpful. I mean, we need all the vitamins and nutrition that we can get. We really do. But you could get a lot of it from your veggies and then keeping the fruit to just a little bit less of that. Like when I look at our diet, I feel 80% should be vegetables and fruit. And mm-hmm. of that 80%, only 10% should be fruit. <laughs> okay. <that's laughs> like a 90 10 ratio, if that's and how that... you want to kind of look at it. So, some people have will argue, plan? but I deal with so much of the insulin and sugar issues that that's how I've learned to be that way at this point. And also,
0: I have read about the sugar inflammation and causing aging, premature aging. So, some people might not be motivated by health, but they might be motivated by the anti-aging aspect, you know, they're more concerned about their looks and things like that.
1: Well, I can tell you, you mentioned Alzheimer's and dementia, get yeah. off the sugar immediately because Alzheimer's, we called type 3 diabetes. Yes. We know it's related to sugar problems.
0: Yes. I love that. So how long does it take for one of your, you know, uh, you see a new patient and uh, they you know, remove the metals of the mouth, the root canals, inflammation, then you put them on a special diet and start the detox program. How long do you see that they kind of like actually tell you something positive is happening, you know? Because we see it right away. Yeah. But, you know, you are following up and then proceeding even deeper into the different organs and all that.
1: Yeah, but we see changes quick. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had people within, you know, six weeks dropping 25 pounds, no more joint pain, no more reflux, more energy, sleeping better. You know, the people that come to us that are already clean, they're doing Mm -hmm. a lot of things that we teach people to do. It's going to be harder, right? Because there's something deeper on a deeper level, something that's probably tougher to get at because they're doing a lot of things. And so, and that's okay. They just might not be as drastic, but a lot of the people come to us, they actually don't know, and they think they're eating healthy. They think they're exercising, right? They think so, because they're taught, the TV teaches us a lot, right? And our society, we hear and we learn on Facebook, on here and there, but a lot of people really don't know the level it needs to go. And so as soon as they start making those changes, yeah, and I will say sugar is the most dramatic. It's so dramatic. People mm-hmm. also don't feel that good till morning you. There's serious withdrawals from it. <laughs> like right, right, headaches and tired and right. for a few days, it's like coffee. It's so addictive.
0: Yes, that's so exciting. So you have a strong personality, which is good because your patients need that. You know, you cannot be too like, oh, yeah, whatever. You got to say, no, you have to do this, this and that. Because you know, otherwise, if they're not committed to change and become disciplined, but you are a really good example because you're wor- waking up at four forty. That's very inspiring. I would love to do that. <laughs> so you spoke about the side effects, you know, like headaches, migraines, whatever, that is pretty normal, you know, to go through with withdrawals and uh, when you're pulling metals, especially, oh, yeah, you can get migraines, uh, especially you know, with certain detoxifiers, I tell the patients, try to keep away from the uh, certain ones that give you migraine, because that means that it's crossing the blood barrier of the brain. So if they can pull back a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. when they do that. Well, I know what you think about root canals, because I removed yours. (laughs) I don't have to um, ask you about that. But is there anything that you want to add to what you were saying? Because It was fascinating everything you're telling me. I'm inspired. No sugar, no dairy.
1: <laughs> you hear that, Masi? Well, some people can have dairy. Some people can. It's not a one size fits all, but sugar is really is for everybody. Everybody it's across yeah. the board. Like I don't test it. I already know. And um Isn't there's everything. just enough research. There's just enough research to support yeah. like it's just a food. You could have it like on your birthday. Right. (laughs) But you don't want to be eating it all day. Troy and I were joking because there's this company, it's a restaurant in New York city called Hugh. I'm doing a little ad for them. I don't mean to be, but they also now make crackers and they have like chocolates and you get them at Whole Foods and they, now they're all over the country. It's amazing. And it's like this incredible restaurant in New York. And so the chocolate, it's all paleo. So in paleo, that world coconut sugar is considered allowable so the chocolates have coconut sugar so it's it's a healthier version but it's still sugar right, right so he one day he has the he brings home the cashews with the chocolate covered cashews with vanilla bean or something i mean i'm they're amazing i tasted them i did <laughs> so he said to me is it better for me to eat a few every day or is it better for me to just eat the whole bag in one sitting? I said, well, I don't think either is really the right thing to do, but I'd rather you eat it in one sitting than have a little sugar constantly going into your body. I'd rather you just get it out of the way and be done with it. And now stop like, I really feel it's a food that should be on special occasions and it's so easy to do now. You can get chocolate that has monk fruit, that has stevia. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there are ways like, and that's one of the things I always try to, you know, I don't want people to ever feel like, oh, they can never do things again. No. How about if I show you the way you can do it? There's a better Uh way to live a healthy lifestyle, but, and not feel restricted. And to like, I enjoy life. We travel, we go out. I don't ever feel like I'm missing out Mm -hmm. on those things because I've learned how to just upgrade it. So I guess I would like people to know that too. Like it doesn't have to be a miserable, you know, this is separate. That diet mentality has to stop. People just get in this rut. They feel like failures when they quit. You know, they tell you don't shop anywhere in the store except the perimeter. And like, so if you go down aisle five, you're going to feel like a failure. So no, that's not not how you help people. You know, I don't feel that that is helping people. Just makes them feel like they're wrong or guilty or shameful. Like we're human and this is a learning process. Right. And the way that I look at it is you just keep at it and you keep getting better. And it doesn't mean you're not going to step back sometimes and you're not going to have a treat or do something that maybe didn't make you feel so good, Yeah. but you can learn from it. Like, oh, I remember the last time I did this and it took me a week to feel get back to normal. Exactly. you know let's learn let's learn and how can we do it different next time and better so and, and being in tune with your body mm-hmm. once you are clean you're like very sensitive
0: you know exactly when it's yes. you're getting off and you don't have the energy and all that so I know you wrote a book yeah and uh, in mm-hmm. your book do you wrote anything about the foods you know like what to eat not to eat or
1: your recommendations? I do. I talk about nutrition. I talk a lot about detox and amalgams and root canal. I talk about all of that. Cavitations are in there too. Um, So my book is called Awaken Wellness, Taking Back the Power to Control Your Own Health. It's on Amazon, so you can get it there. Yeah, it was exciting. It came out in the middle of 2020, which we all know what that year was. So I, I didn't get to celebrate the way that I would like to have, but yeah, it was really exciting. It was something I had been working on for a while. And so I'm really grateful that it's out there. It's a really nice, simple blueprint, kind of the overall blueprint of what I do. And That's so awesome. it does help and it can give you some really good strategies to get started with.
0: So we definitely want to get that book because we want to be like her. <laughs> so I want to thank you. It was fabulous, your interview. And I hope that our audience is going to be looking for your book And reading it because there's a lot of accumulated wisdom that took you many years to to get there. And you have arrived. And it's beautiful and inspiring to hear your story. I didn't know half of it. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your knowledge, Dr. Nicole.
1: I really appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And and you guys can also find me at drnicole.com. That's my website. And this was fun. Yes, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. And I'm going to be
0: reading your book and finding out what else I need to do to clean up. (laughs) God bless you.
1: God bless you too.
0: Thank you very much. And I hope you join us again. I'm Dr. Yolanda Centron and you have been listening to Go Natural Dentistry, a Dr. Yoli podcast. Visit GoNaturalDentistry.com for more information on biological dentistry and dryoli.com to subscribe, for more updates on holistic health. Join me next time for another podcast. Thank you for listening.